The Yitzhara wants us to have a beautiful Yom Kippur, a moving Yom Kippur, a Yom Kippur full of his Yisraimimus and full of his Yisraimimus. That we can continue right after Yom Kippur, going back to stuffing ourselves. Tshuva means to return. To return to a point before the Chet. The Loshen of Rabbi Yeruchim. Inyan HaTshuva. Enoi HaTipul B'Pisisim Shel HaChet. It's not being involved with the little shtikelach of the Chet. And not with the splinters of the Chet. Because after that, who can withstand the eight Sahara? He keeps on going back to his old ways. Iker iskoyia bechiluf kol matzavoy to change his matziv, his outlook. Shehivioli deichet leheotek mekoymoy meoylam akatnus to get out of the world of pettiness. Mimodar hachatoim and to go into an oylam of godless, as it says, Yazov Rosha darkoy to change our path, to change our ways, to become different, to have a different route. Shuva Yisrael ad Hashem Eloikecho. The Chavetz Chaim says ad is a lotion of small steps. Ad and ad and ad. Conquer one step and one step at a time. But every step has to be ad Hashem Eloikecho. Every step that a person takes has to be like iron. Even if we're doing something halfway, we mustn't do it half-heartedly. We can change things in our life no matter where we are. Wherever you are, Misham says the Balshem No matter where in the Klippas the person is. Oh, but if you look for Kaddish Baruch, step by step. But if we're looking, if we're trying, Pischali Pesach Kichudei Shalmachat. So the Kotzke Rebbe says, the hole in a needle is tiny, but it's a hole made of iron. Yom HaKippurim means about being mekabel something lemaise. As small as it is, an iron kabbalah, a commitment, a resolution to change something that I can show next year I've grown. I am more than I was last year. Kabbalists of iron. Decisions to change our ways, to raise our level. In all in Yonim, we need improvement. Last night there was a kinus for the yeshivas here in Mansi. There were about 700 Bochum and Yungelite. We had the schus to hear from the Lakewood Mashgiach, Rematus Yoz, Ozein Gesundtenstein. I want to share with you some of the pearls that he said. And he spoke about how we need to make Kabbalos in the Inyonim of Kedusha. We know that today that's the greatest Nisoyan facing us. We live in a world of immorality. We live in a world of preachers. And the Choyme that separates us, the wall that separates us from the Tumas Eretz Ha'amim is crumbling before our eyes. 
And in the Tvilas and Aseris he made Shuva, we say Hamelech HaKadosh. And he asked, why just Hamelech HaKadosh? Why not Hamelech HaKoyne Das? Melech Mevorech HaShonim. You could say in every Baruch HaKadosh Baruch Hu's a Melech. Instead, Hamelech HaMishpot. Okay, Ebesh Tiz Yoshev Al Kisei Mishpot. Why only Hamelech HaKadosh? And he said, because in these days, HaKadosh Baruch Hu looks at us through the view, through the eyes of his Kedusha. He wants to see Kedusha. The Pesach says, V'hoyo ha-nishar b'tziyon, v'hanoisar b'yirushalayim, when that day comes, and who will be left over? Kodesh yeyom aloi, ki hichtiv l'chayim b'yirushalayim, kol hichtiv l'chayim b'yirushalayim. HaKodesh Baruch Hu, he said, is going to be looking for those who are Kedoshim, for those who are Helig, in a time of Nisyonis. What does it mean to be a Kodesh? The Rambam writes, any hoisofa in these inyonim, Kodesh yeomar loy. This is very posik. The person raises himself a level from wherever he is, uvikashta misham, but he's oisik in Kedusha. This is his opportunity for greatness. He said over for Abel Yilapiyam, the Gemara says that in the time Nanshek Nesak Doyle, they nullified the Yetzer of Avodah They were mispal. They saw it was too difficult to withstand the Yetzer of Avodah And they were mevatel the Yetzer of Avodah And they saw it ran out of the Kodshe Kodeshim. It looked like a lion of fire ran out of the Kodeshim. They said, that's the Yetzer of Avodah So Rabbi Lapian asked, what's the Yetzer of Avodah doing in the Kodshe Kodeshim? Maybe he should come out of a church or somewhere. Coming out of the Kodshe, what's he doing there? He said, because the purpose of the Yetzirah is that we should be misgaber and be zoichet to Kodshei Kodeshim. When the Yitzhak left the Kodshei Kodeshim, we no longer have the ability to reach that level of Kedusha anymore. Because that Yetzirah is gone. But they were not Nevatel, the Yetzirah of Arias. And the Yetzirah of Arias. And an Ixlim Mashiach before Bias HaMashiach, where there's such a tumor, there's such a hefkeir, there's such a schmutz in the world. What does that mean? It means an opportunity for a person to be niskadish bekoidish kadoshim. That's what a kadosh baruch who wants us. He wants us to be misgaber, to be kadoshim, kadoshim bechol yom yahalaluchasel. Noel Kadosh peer mi kadoshim. A kadosh baruch who wants to be praised by a nation of kadoshim. The Mashor writes in Mesech Tesukah, says, Lohosid Lovoy. The Tzadikim and the Rishoyim will cry when they shech the Yetzirah. It says, why will the Yetzirah, why will the Rishoyim cry? Because they'll understand how much Kedusha we could have had. Now there's a whole question whether darkness is a creation on its own or whether it's just the absence of light. And the Nitziv says, why? would there be a reason to create darkness for? If it's just an absence of light, why bother creating it? And then Tziv says, to give us the ability to have the Yisrael in Ha'or Min HaChoyshech. If there's darkness, we can shine, we can illuminate. If somebody has something, a beautiful ornament made of bright lights or something, you want to appreciate it, turn off all the lights to see it properly. The darkness, the Tumah in the world, is for us, to be Kedoshim. 
to be moisiv shmira, to be moisiv gedarim, to be moisiv precautions. Leiv yodeya maras nafshoi. Everyone knows where he can improve. In shmira seinayim, in shmira hakedusha. Chazal tell us the eyes are a sirsur laaveiro. The eyes are like an agent. Why an agent? The words from Shmuel Vesak from Reb Chaim Vesak and the Shivas and Beis Hatalmid. He said a moiridik word. He says, "What is an agent? What's an agent's job? An agent has to keep in mind each customer what he's looking for. He knows this guy's looking for such a house. This guy's looking for such a building, and he brings him what he knows he's looking for. The eyes are an agent. They'll bring a person what he's looking for. If a person is mispalot to the rebbeinu he wants kedusha." The eyes will cooperate. The eyes will bring him other things. They lived in Tveria. It was a famous Slona Mechosid, Ramatas Luria, very Haile Gayid. He got married years ago. Lived in a one-bedroom apartment, but really a one-bedroom apartment. That was the whole apartment, one room. And he got a wedding present, a closet. That was the wedding present. And the person who bought him the present, he had it built with a mirror on the front. He wasn't too interested to have the mirror. He didn't really like it, but his rebbetzim was happy with it. So he didn't say anything. After 40 years or 50 years, his rebbetzim passed away. The first thing he did, he got rid of the mirror. His whole life, he lived in that room. That's where he learned. That's where he ate. That's where he, that's where he lived. So he was once at a chasana, and the slana Rebbe was there, the Birch Savrom. And they were sitting together, these two, somebody took a picture, a very famous picture, the Shlana Mereba, Ramatas Luri, it's a beautiful, magnificent photograph. Say, so Ramatas, one day he came to his Einikel's house, and he sees on the mantle, there's a picture. And he says, okay, that's the Rebbe, but who's that? He has such an Eidel Lutzura. said, that's you. What? That's me? No, it's not true. He doesn't have an Eidel Lutzura at all. I made him Mr. Ach, he can't. It's not an Eidel Lutzura. He lived his whole life in one room with a mirror. He didn't know what he looked like. The eyes bring a person what he's interested in seeing. But today the Sahara has all sorts of ways and all sorts of creative ideas and all sorts of diabolical tools to rob Klal Yisrael of Kedushas Yisrael. Let me tell you a story I told the Bachram in Yeshiva, a marshal. And imagine one day by Shachris, one of the Bachram is putting on his twillin, and he takes off his hat, and another boy comes out with him. He says, Do you know there's a challah growing out of your head? He says, What are you talking about? He says, Yeah. Oh my goodness. He puts his hat on quickly. He says, What's going on? So he says, What's a challah growing out of his head? So he, he runs like, like a madman. He runs, he runs to the doctor. And the doctor, he never saw such a thing. He starts taking all sorts of tests. And he says, well, so, what is it? A challah. <laughs> he definitely got challah. So he cuts it off. The next morning, it's there again. The next morning, he doesn't know what to do. It's a challah. Next day, is another boy. Takes off his hat by davening. And there's a faucet coming out of his head. And there's a, a, a button on his head. You press it, and out comes hot water. He's trying to hide. He doesn't know what to do. <laughs> what he did, he runs to the doctor to tell him the same thing. We don't know. We can't explain it. It's a medical mystery. But after a while, you know, 
This is just who they are. Anyway, one morning in breakfast in yeshiva, there was no, no bread. So Bachelor says, you know, if you don't mind, there's no bread, but do you mind if I cut off a piece of challah? Says, okay, why not? I'll do some chesed. He bends over, the guy takes a knife. The other boy says, you know, do you mind if I make myself a coffee? Goes to the boy with the faucet. Now, after this, so everybody, every day people would take bread from him. And by this case, it was a balcheset, so he set up a whole contraption with cups and sugar and things. Anybody want to make a coffee can help himself. And amazingly enough, another day, another boy started growing hot cups coming out of his ears. Now, soon this became the normal way to eat breakfast. Now, imagine suddenly some, one day somebody walks in, and he, just, he wants to see the yeshiva. And he walks in at breakfast, and he sees like two bachim are talking and learning, and as one is talking, he's just cutting off a piece of chal in the other boy's head. And the other guy is schmoozing, and he's making himself a coffee, and everybody's looking around as if it's completely normal. He, he thinks he walked into a madhouse. We can get used to the most abnormal things. As long as we keep doing them. Could you imagine... Imagine you have two Erlich Yidin, Feine Yidin, Teuredik Yidin. They're standing at a chasana, and they're talking to each other. And as they're talking, each one is nonchalantly holding in his hands a schmutzige magazine. And they're just talking as if nothing. Another fellow comes into shul with the same thing, puts down his taltil and takes down the magazine, puts it down. It doesn't look at it, just puts it down. We would think we're in a Meshagayim Hoyz. We walk around with machines on our hearts that are so full of tumor, so full of schmutz, so full of shoel tachtis. And everybody knows. But we act as if this is normal. We act as if it's normal for Eden, children of the Rabbinish Shalolam. Heilige Yiddishe Kinder to have this in our pockets, in our houses, on our tables, in our dining rooms, in our living rooms, and, and, and we're just going to go on and act as if this is normal. When is somebody going to stand up and say, What's going on? What's happening to us? We can make Kabbalahs. And I understand there are people who cannot manage without this. I understand that people have businesses. And it's true. But are we really doing everything we can? How much are we keeping just for convenience sake? How much could we really do away with being a little bit less convenient? Have it only in the office. I don't have it in the house. I don't have to have the phone that has every single thing on it that connects me at every moment to the entire Gehenim. Maybe I'm just imagining that I need it. You wouldn't believe how many people, businessmen, have made the decision and don't have it. And I'm managing. It's not easy. It's not easy. But they're managing. They made a Kabbalah. They made a Kabbalah. This is insane. They made a Kabbalah for Kedusha.
Tell me how bonus this is costing. Do you have any idea how many young people's lives are being destroyed by these machines on a daily basis? And parents don't even know? Ask the Rebbeim, ask the Mechanchen. I'll tell you horror story after horror story. We'll just continue acting as if it's a normal way of life. It's not normal. If we don't make a decision to change, we won't change. If it just keeps on going and going, Kashonim, every year the same, the person just doesn't stop to think, I could be better than this. I can grow, I could be great. Let us not lose our minds, our hearts, our Kedush, our Yiddishkeit to the insanity of the world.